Hello and welcome to the Mind Money Soul podcast. I am your host, Laura Ann Moore. I'm a money and mindset coach and financial well-being speaker, and my mission is to help you feel good about money and learn how to use money as a tool to live your best life and work towards financial freedom, whatever that means to you. Every week, I explore the emotional, practical, and spiritual sides of money. So if you're ready to get financially confident, grow your money, and achieve your big life goals, then you're in the right place. Change your mindset, grow your money, feed your soul. Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Mind, Money, Soul. And today, we're going to talk about losing money. Screams in the background. No one wants to be losing money, right? But yet every single day that we are making, managing and spending our money, we are actually losing it, which blows my freaking mind because when I first found out about where I was losing money, which was my my £20,000 savings that I had and how I was losing money to inflation, we'll get onto that later, I literally was like, what the fuck is the point of me working so hard to make a salary to save it to then literally be losing some of it? What is the point? So in today's episode, I'm going to help you identify where you're losing money, but then also offer some solutions so that you can actually start growing your money. It's a win-win. And the key thing to this is that um, it's really important to identify those places because then you have the information to actually make the changes because data is key, honeys. And this episode is going to actually be a two-parter because um, there's so much goodness in it that I broke it down into two parts, two sets of four top tips. So today we're obviously going to go for the first four and the next episode next week, there'll be another four. What a dream. Now, before I get into it, I just want to share with you something that is very exciting. The Feel Good Investor course is coming back. Now, for those of you that have been on this journey with me for a really long time, you will know that the Feel Good Investor course has ran twice now. This will be the third time. And for those of you that are new to me, surprise, this is the third time that I'm running this course and it is called The Feel Good Investor. And it is basically helping you go from knowing nothing about investing, the stock market, all of the things to literally being able to not only start investing your first pound, but actually feeling confident with it. I think one of the biggest things I had when I first started investing, which was about three years ago, and I now have about £18,000 in the stock market, building wealth for the future. I was so overwhelmed by all the information, everything that was going on that I was like, it it basically kept me, it held me back from investing for a really long time. I did a shit ton of research and this course encapsulates and filters through all the shit you do and don't need to know. Now, I didn't really think investing in the stock market was like possible for me. I didn't think it was for me. I thought it was old, rich, white men. That's who I thought it was for. But actually, it's not. It's for us ladies. And the thing is, it's so accessible nowadays. Like, it's insane. 50 years ago, 60 years ago, women didn't even have bank accounts. They weren't allowed to get a mortgage. They weren't even allowed to have a job in some instances. And yet now we not only can make our own money, but we can actually grow our own money in an accessible way. You can literally get started with investing with like five pounds. It is wild. Now, the key thing to know is that when you are building your wealth, when you are trying to reach financial independence, it's about you growing your own money, not leaving it up to somebody else, not leaving it into the hands of the government or your partner or inheritance. It's you saying, do you know what? I'm on this earth. I'm making money. I appreciate that I need money to live and whatnot. So I'm going to fucking maximize these opportunities build wealth for the long term and get to a point where work becomes optional, where I don't have to 
be in a job. I don't have to be in my career. I can get to a point where I'm either doing it out of love or I can fucking quit or at least drop down to part time. That's the power. And that is the beauty. And it's not just about work. It's also about having the financial freedom to be able to do what the fuck you want. You need to leave your partner. Okay, bye. You want to pay for your kids to go to private school. Okay, I've got the money. You want to get extension on your house. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. It's right there. You want to travel in your 60s? Hello, there is money. Anyway, this is super exciting. The course is coming back. So there'll be loads of details on the show notes and check out my Instagram and join my mailing list and you will be sent loads and loads of information. Thank you very much for listening. Now let's get on to the episode. Now, like I said before, what is the point? What is the point of working a job, making a salary or running a business to be saving that money or spending that money, but a large portion of it being wasted or lost, right? Sounds wild. You might as well not count a portion of that money if you are doing, or if you're in a position where these eight things that I'm about to discuss are happening to you and your money. You might as well just chuck a big old chunk of money straight in the fucking trash can. So starting to identify the places that you're losing money is very important. And number one, the first place in which you are losing your money, you are losing money by not paying attention to your numbers. So that quite literally means not having a handle on what's going on with your finances, with your money, bank account, savings account, all of that. So we've got money leaks. You're losing your money on spending money on shit. There's all these things. And the key thing is you have to get to know your numbers. Now, if you're not having money dates or you're not creating a spending plan, I can guarantee you that you are losing money in some way. Now, a money date is literally sitting down with your money, understanding what's going on. Are you closer to your financial goals? Where have you been spending it? What are you reflecting on? All of those things. It's like getting really in touch with it. But if you're not doing that and you're not creating a plan for the future, but you're also not reflecting on what's just happened, how do you know that it's all running smoothly? It's a little bit like being a director of a business and you've got a team and you've got employees, but you're never going into the business and figuring out, are the team members happy? Is everybody doing their job? Are you signing shit off? You're literally just at home, feet up on the the counter, just letting shit run wild in your business behind the scenes. And you just see what money comes into your bank account every month and you run off and you spend it and you just hope that it's all okay. But for for all you know, in the background, you could be running yourself into the ground. Your employees could be absolutely going fucking wild. You know, people could be spending money, losing money, and you just wouldn't know. You wouldn't do that, right? As a director or CEO, you have to have an overview on all the things going on. You are the CEO of your own money. You are the director of your finances. So, Start acting like it, honeys. Let's get in touch with our numbers. So money leaks might be things such as you've signed up to um, a subscription, right? So, okay, here's an example. One time I, you know, I'm really into crystals. So if you're watching us on video, you'll see that I've got a very big piece of um, citrine in my hand. I'm really into crystals, but I wasn't always sure of what all my crystals were. So I downloaded an app called the Rock Identifier. It was fucking amazing. And you basically scan a picture of your crystal and it tells you what crystal it is and all the properties about it. Now the app was like, I think $59.99 for the year but you could do a free trial. So obviously I was going to fuck the system and I was going to like take pictures of all the crystals I had and then just like not have the free, like delete the app basically. And I forgot 
and I kept the app. And then before I know it, £60 came out of my account because I'd forgotten to cancel the free trial. That's a money leak because I wasn't in touch with my numbers and what was going on. And the same can be if you sign up to a subscription for a free trial and then you're paying a monthly fee that you don't really realise. Because ten ninety nine a month adds up. It's not about specifically just the numbers. It's about the fact that you don't know that that's what's going on. So we want to avoid money leaks. And also, if you're not paying attention to what you spend money on, if you're ignoring your finances and you have no clue what you're spending on, you are probably wasting a lot of money on shit you just don't care about. It's easily done. You could have spends and purchases that are habitual or you think make you feel better, but actually aren't taking you any closer to your financial goals and they're not in alignment with your financial values. So getting to know your numbers is one of the first places to start to make sure that you're not losing out on money. And the solution to this is to have a money date with yourself once a month or every time you get paid and create yourself a spending plan for the future. Just so that you are really in touch with like, where is my money actually going? What would I like it to do? How have I been behaving with money? Because otherwise you get really far down the line and then you go, fucking hell, I haven't even been paying attention. And what a waste. I've wasted so much money on X, Y, and Z because I wasn't paying attention. And that is one of the fastest ways that you end up losing money. Okay, let's get on to number two. You are losing money every single day if you are saving everything and not investing. And that is due to inflation. You are quite literally losing the buying power of your money. Now, this next one, this tip is a killer. This is the one where I had my realisation about how I was losing money because I had £20,000 or £25,000 sat in a bank account. And somebody I went on a date with was like, because of inflation, you're literally losing money. And I was like, what the fuck? And that's what actually sent me down my investing journey. Now, inflation is basically just the cost of goods and services going up every single year but for no more of an item. So it's the same item, the same product, the same service, and yet it costs more. It's that classic thing of a Freddo being 10p back in the 90s, and now it's like a pound. You don't get any more chocolate, but you're paying more. So therefore, your money is worth less because £100 back in the 90s is worth way less than it is now. Now, in school and throughout life, we constantly get told, like, work hard, get a job and save up your money, like, save it, work, build it up. And you go through life thinking that everything is focused on saving. But the problem is that if your money is just sat in a savings account for a really long period of time, the money that you have saved is worth less by the time you actually go to use it. And it doesn't add up right because you're like, I have to save for the future. And yet the future is robbing me of my valuable money. We cannot control inflation, unfortunately, but we can control what we do with our savings. So what is the solution to this? You have to start investing your money into something that beats inflation. Because it's not the saving that's the problem, it's the inflation that's eating into it. So while saving has a place and you need to save for, you know, short-term, medium-term goals, investing... Oh, I had a throat bubble there. Investing is the key thing that you need to beat inflation and build your, grow your money over time. Because if you are literally losing money every single month, every single year due to inflation, you need to flip it on its head and find a way to not lose that money. And the only way is to put it into something that makes more of a return than where the average inflation is at. So if your current savings account is on like a one or 2% interest rate and yet inflation is at like 10%, doesn't add up. So you have to invest 
in something that is at inflation or higher. Now, this is why people buy property. When you buy a property, you are investing your money into something that over time you hope will generate a profit or will have increased in value. So the property is the asset and that that asset will be worth more in the future because money itself, cash, decreases in value over time. But if you use that cash to buy something, to buy an asset that will grow in value over time, you are obviously beating inflation. And property is one of the most classic ones, right? We all know that you buy a property, you pay off your mortgage for however long. And then when you get older, you don't have a mortgage anymore. You have this asset that's worth a lot more than it was than when you originally bought it. And therefore it is, it gives you financial independence because over all this time, as you've been working, as you've been investing your money into a mortgage, because that was, that's what it is, you are buying yourself extra money. You're beating inflation and you are growing wealth for the future. Now, this same concept literally applies to the stock market. You are investing your money into companies or funds instead of property in the hope that over time you will make a big enough return that beats inflation. So much like the housing market, the stock market also goes up and down. So your capital is always at risk. It's the same as when you buy a property. There is no absolute guarantee that in 10 years time, your house is going to be worth more and that you're going to sell it. That's why you have to do your research. You know, have I got it in an area that is this? Have I got it? Is the house foundations right? You know, am I in a position where I can do maybe some planning permission? Like I get a conservatory, like The thing about property is I guess you have a little bit more autonomy over adding value to the house to sell. You have a little bit less control over the stock market. You can't really help what the stock market is doing. However, investing in the stock market is a lot more accessible because you can literally get started with five pounds. Whereas if you want to invest in a house, you literally have to have like 10, 20, 30, 40,000 pounds to even get started. So back in the day with our parents, getting on the property ladder was easy. And getting or investing in the stock market wasn't very easy. With property, it is a mortgage is like four times the size of your salary. That was about um, like house prices were literally about four times the average salary. So that's what mortgages were. So it was a lot easier. Maybe you needed a 10, you know, 15 grand deposit. Whereas investing in the stock market was a lot harder. It's now flipped on its head. Today, we've got all these apps, all these fintech, you know, tools and platforms that allow you to get started with investing literally from your first, like from a paycheck. Whereas investing in property is so much harder because there are so many fees associated with it. And the the average house price is like nine times higher than what the average salary is. And yet you can still only get a mortgage for about four times your salary. So it doesn't add up, but that's where we have to start thinking differently about how to protect our wealth. So if you want to stop losing money by saving it and it going into inflation, you want to find ways to invest your money. So teaching yourself to invest and actually getting started now is vital for your financial well-being. If you have a lack mentality or a scarcity mindset, you basically believe that there is not enough opportunities, money, clients, whatever to go around. So for example, if so-and-so over there in your industry has got X amount of clients, they are taking from you. So therefore you have less. Or if so-and-so is getting paid X amount, there's less for you. But that is causing you to lose money because you're missing out on looking for opportunities to make more money, have more clients, have more whatever you want an abundance of. 
because your brain is literally not wired to go and look out for those things. So that is how your mindset is quite literally holding you back and it will be making you broke, it'll be making you poor and it will actually be stopping you from having the type of wealth that you want. So for example, if you run your own business and you are just like struggling with clients at the moment, you're just having a bit of a hard time and you've convinced yourself, there's just not enough money to go around. Like, you know, there's not enough clients. I'm just, it's always going to be like this. I'm always going to be struggling. Like this is just the life of this industry. This is just what I have to deal with. Your brain will then go and look for evidence to prove that what you're saying is true. And it will go out into the world and it will look for opportunities or opportunities or ways in which your brain will go, ha, I knew it. For example, you would see a competitor on Instagram and it would look like they're doing really well. And you would be like, oh, knew it. Knew it was like, I was the one struggling and this was bad for me. Or you'll read an article that says, you know, let's say you work in the beauty industry, beauty industry down, people spending less money than ever. And you'll be like, ha, knew it. And all of these things reinforce this belief that there's not enough you will literally be losing money because you're not going to then create the products, show up online, serve your clients in a way that is going to get you more work. And that is how your mindset is quite literally holding you back. Now, if you have an abundance mindset, you believe that that money is literally just an unlimited resource, that there is quite literally enough to go around. Now, as we've learned in very recent months or years, I guess you could say, Banks literally can just print more money, which is just wild to me. Yes, it decreases the value of the money, but they can actually do it. They can just print more money if they want to. And therefore, there would be more money in circulation. And also, when you have money and you then go spend money, that money is going to someone else. They then have more money in their business and then they go spend their money on something else. And then that same person does the same thing. And it's just constantly circulating. Money is not a zero sum game. You winning or getting a client does not mean that you are taking from someone else. There's not a certain amount of everything that then has to be divvied up. That's not really how it works. It's circulating. Just as somebody else's gains is not detracting from your wins. And it's really important to remind yourself of this. So the solution to losing money due to your relationship with money and your negative money mindset is to work on your relationship with money first and foremost and really start to improve it but also start to reframe the way that you view money and start to build an abundance mindset so first of all identify what your current money blocks are is it with saving is it with spending is it with managing it is it with making it where is it that feels icky and sticky for you and just start to acknowledge and identify what areas of your finances don't feel good to you or you feel least confident in or that make you feel weird guilty cringe ick whatever those feelings are and then remind yourself that there is enough to go around and reframe the way that you view the, how money works in the world. Building an abundance mindset is just reminding yourself that there is enough clients and money to go around. Like you don't want all of the clients and all of the money anyway, because you wouldn't even A, be able to service every single person in the world. And B, if you had all the money in the world, you literally wouldn't know what to do with it. You just want your fair share of the pie. And everybody wants a different fair share because your version of success and financial independence looks very different to the person next to you and the people around you because everybody is individual. Everybody has their own views of success. And really starting to understand this is going to be key. And whilst you can blame a gazillion different things in the world, right? Elitism, nepotism, male privilege, white privilege, pretty privilege, all of those things, we can address them 
100% because I'm aware that they're there, but without making them an excuse or a reason for not trying. There are so many people out there in the world that are clear examples of people who have broken through what feels like the norm and through the stereotype and been able to path themselves a way of being very successful against all the odds. And they are the people that you want to look to and go, if they can fucking do it, I can do it. So if you want your fair share of the pie and you want to stop losing money, you need to work on your money mindset and really start to build an abundance mindset. And last but not least, you are losing money if you are not paying into a pension. Whether that's a workplace pension, whether that's a personal pension, you are literally losing out on free money. Now, if you have a workplace pension, you should actually be automatically enrolled into it um, because that's just the law now. But if you've opted out of it, you are losing out on free money because when you have a pension, your employer will top up that money by an extra certain percentage. Everywhere is different, but it is really important that the employer makes a contribution. So if you are not paying into your pension, you are quite literally losing out on free money that could be growing for you in the future. So when you actually start paying into a workplace pension, it's kind of like getting an immediate pay rise from your employer because they're contributing and that's helping to build towards your financial future. And in addition to that, you actually get tax relief from the government on the contributions that you make if you're eligible. So there are two ways you could be losing out by not paying into a pension. And just to clarify on what tax relief on pensions are, the government basically have incentivized people to save for their futures by offering tax relief on pension contributions. And that basically means your pension provider can claim back tax from HMRC on the pension contributions that you make and add that back into your pension. So really, from your point of view, it's like receiving a little bonus every time that you save into your pension. And this means you're losing out potentially on double money if you're not paying into your pension. Now, if you run your own business, if you're a director, if you are self-employed and you're not paying into a self-invested personal pension, also known as a SIP, you are also losing out on money. But I can do a whole other episode on pensions if that's what you want. Just uh, slide into my DMs and let me know. But the key thing to add to this is that if you have a pension or if you have had a pension, you already are an investor because your pension is actually being invested on your behalf. And that's how you build wealth for the future. There is no difference from starting to invest in the stock market on your own where you're investing and building your wealth for the future. It's just that instead of doing it for a pension provider, you are doing it yourself in a separate account. Now, the solution to this one is to look into whether you are contributing to your pension and working out how much you can comfortably afford to up your payments by so that you can get the maximum contribution by your employer as well and really making the most of that free money. Now, it can feel like a bit of a pain in the arse being like, I don't want to have to like give this money to my future self, but I am telling you now, you will not regret it. I wish that when I was in a job, I made the more of my pension, but I didn't know all of this information, but it's one of the best ways to build wealth for the future because you contribute, your employer contributes, you also get tax relief, and then all of that money is being invested for the future. It's fucking amazing. So they are the first four ways in which you could be losing money and my four top tips to uh, offer a solution um, to help you actually start growing your money. Next week, we are going to go through the next four 
And thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you found this useful. Please do feel free to slide into my DMs if you want to chat about this in more detail. And I hope you have the most amazing week and I will speak to you next week.